Now, if you've listened to Snap Judgment at all, you know that we've gone back and forth to Liberia. And just to remind you, in 1990, Charles Taylor marched rebel forces through the country toward the capital, Monrovia. Along the way, he forcibly enlisted scores of child soldiers and forced them to do the dirty work. This is a story from one of those young soldiers. Please note, for sensitive listeners, this story does contain graphic depictions of wartime Liberia. This is not the story of a boy who escaped war. This is not the story of a boy who refused to fight in a war or a boy who rushed to war. Bitsman Wolo's story is of a boy who learned to fight a war. It began one morning at home when Charles Taylor's rebels came for recruits. One morning, I just heard heavy gunfire. It was surrounded and were captured by rebels. Benjamin didn't even know how to load a gun. He had to be trained. Everybody was forced to go and take training. They didn't care how scared he was. The men with the guns make all the decisions. It was a day I had to do things not at my will, but because of the safety of my life, I have to. Because you are under the influence of the man with the gun. In the beginning, Benjamin found courage wherever he could. At the beginning there, we have marijuana, alcohol, king juice. Leaders on all sides of the conflict provided drugs to numb their new recruits. The first time I killed someone was, uh, I was kind of afraid, but uh, I've gone to training. If you don't kill someone, they kill you, so you got you to gotta, you gotta know what to do. And as the war spread through the country, Benjamin found reasons to continue fighting. Other men with guns from different rebel groups or from the government came for his friends, for his family. He no longer wanted to leave the rebel front. He did what it took to accomplish his mission. He graduated from officer to general. So we had to kill friends to be able to accomplish the mission. There was no time I tried to leave. I was totally against the government that was in power. I did not like that government, so I really wanted to tackle that government. He learned more than just killing. He learned to fight terror with more terror. Liberia's rebels were said to open the stomachs of their victims and use their intestines as roadblocks. We fought them, we ambushed some of them, killed them, opened the stomach to serve as a deterrent to all ones that come in so that they can get scared and run away so that we can keep advancing. My family did not know where I was at that time. Benjamin's family found him one day on the front line. His parents saw that their son took up arms. Benjamin had become someone different. Much different. Oh, my dad got mad with me. I just had to tell you, you had to understand. I had to do what I had to do. But Benjamin continued to fight. The rebels closed in on the capital. There were bodies all in the street. People looting, no water, no food. It was bad. Kind of bad. Other people wandered the streets hungry, but not Benjamin. He was the man holding the gun now. You have gone at the end of the day, you have food, you have water, because I'm waiting, I must eat first. Benjamin took food from civilians. He was a general. For 13 years, Benjamin ate, slept, lived, fought with rebel fighters, and finally, in 2003, Liberia's war ended. As part of the reconciliation process, the international community paid the rebel fighters to turn in their arms. 
They give uh, $100 for um, each arm you take, they give you that amount. So for $100, Benjamin handed over his power. He gave up his gun. It was difficult. You know, power is something so sweet. Who don't like power? I want to see somebody who don't like power to put a hand up. Me, I like power. So. So after fighting for 13 years, Benjamin needs to adapt to life without the things he wanted, the money, jeep, status. He has to adapt to peace. It's now that I'm feeling bad because at that time, you know, when you're fighting, things are fine. You have anything you want. You got food, you got money, you got car, you got nothing to worry about. But for now, now I don't have a car. I was married, now I'm divorced because I can't afford for my woman. I don't have a job. It's kind of difficult. You have to let it go. There's time for everything. That story was produced by Anna Sussman with help from Tamison Ford in Liberia. Big thanks as well to Benjamin Wolo for sharing his story with SNAP. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.